0: Slight technical difficulties, but we are back for part two. An abrupt stop to part one. Jordan slammed his gigantic finger on the track pad. But we're back. Let's get right back into it. What, what topics were we – what were we even talking about? I Chris can't
1: Paul agree. and his age just <laughs> threw us the yeah. fuck off. <laughs> yeah, he's
0: 35 at the end of the day. He's kind of mad, but I feel you. I think Charlotte has a good thing going. They're a good up-and-coming team with a, with a forward-thinking mindset.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, and the last team we could preview and then we'll shift the focus, okay. which is a team that also has made some very wild moves this offseason, um and subtle moves, okay, is um is Philadelphia. Yeah. And so they brought in Maury and basically yeah. shed that weird Horford fit which was awful. That's not um, that's not that's not the correct
0: phrasing of what that was. Yeah. That was a fucking nightmare. That was a nightmare. Clunky old bowling ball is out there bald as fuck. And all these young unicorns, Thank God, Daryl Morey, genius that he is, spun him out of there.
1: And they re-signed Elton Brand, which is just the most puzzling thing of all. Well, they re-signed Elton Brand to keep him locked up in the basement. <laughs> yeah, so no other team can be, like, adversely impacted by this man. He can't negotiate anything to
0: this GM. Signing out Horford was a death kiss. That's when you're like, I'm never going to be involved in basketball operations again. Yeah, sorry. But that's what that's that's it. What you bring in the big... Sometimes big there's those up. transactions. Like, when you sign John Wall to, like, $45 million in the last year's of his deal, you say, hey, this isn't for me.
1: I'm going to write a TV show. So, okay, but now they have a new coach, a okay. dog. They have yeah, Seth I Curry. They have Danny Green's corpse. Yeah. Um, no, but those corpses look a lot better when you surround them with cool people.
0: Yeah. Because you're just, yeah, you just sit in the corner.
1: So, will this team be the best version this team could be yes, now?
0: That's the, the correct way to phrase it. This is an exciting team. This is a hopeful team. Washington, D.C. looks disgusting right now as a city, but this team has a lot to be excited about. Uh, I think it's just a really good mix of the correct pieces. Sometimes you put puzzle pieces together and they just match. And I think that's what you're going to see here.
1: Okay. The last thing, my worst contract this offseason, yeah. I don't think it comes close, Yeah, is um, <laughs> the Morris twin on the Clippers. Yeah, it's horrible. Which one is that? But it's it's uh, that's that's Marcus, Marcus Morris. Marcus, yeah. It is a horrible,
0: what was it, three years, 60? No, it's like four years, 80. But it's very similar. But it's very similar to the uh to the uh Eric Gordon contract. When you're
1: capped out uh, This is the Batum contract. This is the Batum contract. <laughs> well, because of. he's not good. He's not enough. But, but Eric Gordon Hayward is good enough. But they're capped out. So what does it matter? They it just cannot- matters. It's just a problem. Like don't do that. Bring in a guy like his brother for one million dollars who's just as good. Or somewhat is good. <laughs>
0: That's the thing. The difference between Markeith Morris and Marcus Morris is very minor, even though they're Marcus Morris is better. He can handle
1: the ball better. He kind of has like a mellowish, weird offensive game to him, where he takes like turnaround jumpers these days. Yeah, it's like strange.
0: Yeah, and the contract's absolutely insane. But it's I really think it's the Daryl Morey Houston approach. When you're capped out,
1: trade first and bring in. Do they have
0: no first? They're all with Presty yeah. with his news. <laughs> that he's finally put back in his closet because he took out the noose when when Harden, Westbrook, and Durant were, like, peak. He, he was like, he, I saw – because, like, he would always get spotted on the Golden Gate Bridge, and people would be like, no, no. Yeah, yeah he, he was on death row for a little but bit But doing that. He, Now he's and a – And I was like,
1: look who's laughing. Yeah, now yeah.
0: he's in the highest tower of all the land. He has every first-round pick from every team, so it's all the Clippers' picks.
1: Yeah, so I think that's our off-season preview. Is there anything else you want to address? um i mean it was uh
0: not so much but i just thought a lot of teams like really basically what i want to convey is that these gms are getting a lot smarter there isn't this like lunacy anymore zach levine's not getting 480 like it's just very people are smart they act quickly they act efficiently and it's cool to see that the like the league that we consider so competitive is really living up to its name
1: yeah, I would agree with that. It seems like no one's really being that idiotic unless they're capped out and don't have a choice. And then they're doing it for the because of the CBA. It's like, and then it becomes smart. Yeah, yeah. Like, you look at the Eric Gordon contract. One thing contract, you've it- also seen that you've always said is contracts are not tradable. Like you said, wow, a yeah. Horford is not tradable. Not tradable. Every contract is tradable for yeah. another and not tradable. You know what it's like? It's mm-hmm. like government inflation. Yeah. You know? It's like if every other government is inflating their currency, we gotta- then everyone's inflating and spending money. It's like everyone's doing it. Yeah. So it's no problem. So it's like, wow, like everyone's inflating over the cap. And you could trade those shit for shit. And that's what I didn't factor in. Like, I literally thought Westbrook
0: contract was a dead thing. But yeah, there's like seven Westbrook contracts out there that you just flip one for someone else who's so unhappy. And you get this facade that you're happy for like two weeks until you self-destruct.
1: Okay, here we go. This is the best part of the pod. This is going to be extremely juicy. We're doing some odds for, uh, these are profit odds for different awards. And this will, how we'll kind of preview the next season. So let's start with Rookie of the Year. Here are the the top guys. Okay, Lamelo plus four hundred, Edwards four fifty, Toppin four twenty five, Wiseman five hundred, Killian Hayes eight hundred, Denny fourteen to one. Oh my god! And then you know some like real sleepers, Podolski fifty to one. Oh my. Evan Vassell fifty to one. No, 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 um, he's <laughs> just not going to get the opportunity yeah. there. But uh, anything but, really striking?
0: Yeah, I think Denny Avia is like could be the most NBA ready player in this draft. So. You know, if is going to be a seven-time All Star and Denny's going to be a three-time All Star, that's very possible. But I think Denny is way more ready this year, especially given his circumstances. So I think he should definitely be about eight to one. Uh, I really like Obi Toppin just based on circumstance. If he can shoot forty six percent on eighteen eight and three, he has a really good shot of winning Rookie of the Year.
1: Okay. LaMelo being the favorite at four to one is one of the scariest things I've ever seen because I was watching a YouTube video the yeah, other no. day of him and Gordon Hayward shooting. Yeah. His little string beaten yeah. legs that he has of a fourteen year old. Yeah. When he's playing against fucking I don't know, like who's a uh, like LeBron, he's yeah. the lead ball hands are on the Lakers, he might D him up. And if you just like LeBron just like does like a little ass tap to him, he will go <laughs> flying to the stands <laughs> So four to one for that is the craziest thing I've ever seen. That's hype. You're not gonna be excited about this, but I will say that five to one on Wiseman, he has a lot of opportunities so If he just averages twelve and thirteen in a draft class is brutal. Dude, he there's a win. there's a chance they might win like twenty-two games this year. Yeah, they could be that. But another thing I wanted to piggyback you off, Benny of of I've always had this theory of if someone's been playing in a professional league the past year while other people haven't. I kind of want to go with the guy who's just already been in a professional environment, worked with Luca, um, and we've kind of seen these guys have generally, like, good immediate success. So I will probably sprinkle a little bit on Denny Twin Rookie of the Year.
0: And then our guy, Pooja whatever, is a fucking beast.
1: He is- That's not a professional league, bro. That is a fucking
0: beast. No, he was in a – yeah, he was in a Latvian uh, soup kitchen. And he was shooting matzo balls, and that that's how like we found it.
1: That if fucking like J.R. Smith went there right now, he would average one seventy
0: a game. But That's been my whole point about J.R. Smith. Why are you trying to hang on to be the fourteenth man? You should be in Latvia, just absolutely like shooting from half court, like every fourth possession.
1: And they like hug him after it. He gets to shoot from half court, and then they like they, they put him up on like a <laughs> <mix> with mitzvah. <J. laughs> yeah, then, um, uh, yeah that, that is what happens. Yeah. Okay, so twenty twenty one Coach of the Year awards okay. favorite Steve Nash. No, just because maybe they could. He's decide. a loser.
0: They're gonna be I amazing, know. but it's not because of him. He's the Steve Kerr type of coaching where you just like make a witty joke every six minutes. Only works when you have two superstars. That's not elite
1: coaching. All right, that's you know, just 100% being. i sorry to interrupt. But here, here, here. I just saw this bet and go. I almost fell off my go, chair. Go, go, go. Rick Carlisle, fourteen to one. They could be really good. Last year, they were moving and painting the corners. Well, yeah. They still have great personnel to do this. Yeah. And they could be the two seed, the one seed, the three seed. and I could give them the Coach of the Year award.
0: It's Zing, it's like who I could see not playing this year doesn't play. I don't know if the supporting cast is good enough. Did they do enough this offseason to, to garner that kind of line for Coach of the Year?
1: Yeah, I mean, they got the guy from Philly who I like. They lost Seth, Seth Curry, but they got um, – Josh Richards. Yeah, he's a better two-way player than Seth Curry is. He is he's
0: a way better two-way yeah. player, but yeah. he's like – Seth Curry worked on that team because he was an elite shooter who could actually play
1: make, which is super rare. Here's the thing. Like when LeBron was playing with Mo Williams in Cleveland yeah. in the early days, but he was just taking off and becoming the best player in the league. Yeah. They won 63 games. Yeah. So I'm not saying they're going to win 63 games, but they could win whatever the equivalent is to this year's – Games they could win fifty four of yeah, those games, could. you know, and be very good because Luka totally. taking off. One hundred percent. Here's some like crazy, wild, long shots. Okay. uh well, okay. So Nate Borgian on the in in Indiana. Okay. Just from the whole idea of like this like white assistant coach taking the reins, where everyone gets excited about like the nerdiness. Of yeah. It, He's 25-1. to one.
0: I just, I'm just i starting to grow sour on that whole situation in Indiana. Like, what's going on? Is Victor Oladipo happy? Is Sabonis alive? You know, what are they doing with the other big man? It just seems very clunky over there. I don't know about that.
1: Okay, last one that I'm just going to pitch you on. Um, and that is, would you sprinkle on Doc Rivers at 16-1 in a new environment?
0: Totally. I was the biggest Doc Rivers hater in the Clippers because I thought he had too much control. He was so manic on the sidelines. Role reverse. Now he's the pure coach on a very young team that's very, very talented with an elite GM. So now you have a triangle of elite personnel, elite coaching, and an elite GM. And I really think they could win. They could be the number one seed in the East and really shock a lot of people. Add on in that they are rumored to be in the Harden mix. And if they were to get Harden with Embiid and Cass, I think they are a no-brainer. He would be coach of the year.
1: Sure. Okay, now let's go to defensive player of the year. This is a very hard one to predict, but just to give you some Why? perspective. It's just generally hard. There could be sleepers that come out of like random spots. But Giannis is the favorite, obviously. Rudy Gobert, 250 is a favorite. That's disgusting. a joke. That's, That's a, a joke. joke. Ant Davis 250, number two. He's he doesn't a- really he's more on the perimeter these days. But he yes. And he is a great defender, he's so an amazing I defender. I wouldn't pay that value. You know? I agree. He, he doesn't give up. Giannis three seventy five. That's, That's a great value. S- Dude, he his defensive metrics are off the charts. Yeah. Damn it eight to one is great value. Because now he's also in like the lovey doveyness of the Nerds. You know they love him. They love the blocking in the postseason. Yeah. they're going to be like excited about that. I think Ben in... Simmons, people really do like his defense. Amazing. To one. It's amazing. It's um, amazing, but it's just very hard when you're Marcus Smart, thirty to one guys like that don't win it. No,
0: Um It seems like Giannis. That's or Buss. really it.
1: It seems like those guys are really the.
0: the... Give me Giannis all day. What'd you say? Plus three seventy five, three seventy five, and bam. I would
1: sprinkle on both of those. I think one of those two would probably win it. Totally. Um, okay, let's move on to the next. We have most improved player. This is a really tough one. Jamal Murray, 10 to 1.
0: No, he already, it's already been. He's already been. Yeah, he's already been. I think you could look at a player like Dennis Schroeder. Did he win this year? Kobe White, 14 to 1. Well, oh, I mean, it's, I mean, this is all like, pers- uh, you know, like. It's very hard to predict. Yeah, because like to me, Kobe White had like. Tyler Hero,
1: Kobe, 14 to 1.
0: Fuck these people. Yeah, they don't watch so the game, one. so they get caught up late to the fact. That's not my problem. Like Kobe White's hot right now, you know.
1: Brandon Clark 35 to 1. Do we just sprinkle a little I mean, summer? yeah,
0: he's going to be a fucking Hall of Famer. What
1: if the advanced stats are so good for him and Jaron Jackson's MCL just never heals hills this year?
0: Jaron Jackson is is only for a few more years going to be mentioned with this very young cool core. Oh my god. And god. John Moran and Brandon Clark is a. I think they got someone good in the draft this year it is. It is getting very serious in Memphis.
1: Sixth man of the year, okay, Lou Williams the favorite. 50 no, year old is Lou dead. Davi's Bertans, 15 15 to 1. I mean, I get you, but no. Dennis Schroeder, is he going to start? He's four and a half to one. He's going to start. So I, it's very
0: weird in LA that they're like, we you think Dennis Schroeder is going to be the starting point guard. Like, no fucking shit. Avery oh, Bradley? Oh, he's
1: going to look at Larry, 20 to one. We forgot to mention he's also on the Hawks, by the way.
0: That's actually a really we big did get. Forget to he is that. an amazing. But he's also
1: like 70. You
0: know? He's 86. But I mean, man, they have a ton of guys. They What's going on? Darren
1: holiday, 35 to one. I would sprinkle on that. I'm good. You're okay on that. I'm okay. Kevin Porter Jr. with the jail sentence, thirty-five to one.
0: In which league? Is this the NBA thing, or in the in the prison league? Oh, dude, this. Sorry, that in, was the prison. Yeah. League? He's also there with, uh, with OJ Simpson. Yeah, 3 I mean, to one. Yo, where's OJ Mayo? Is the question everyone's been thinking. also in this. He's <laughs> he's in the in,
1: the, yeah, he's OJ Mayo fully in the office. I miss OJ Mayo. Also, Sebastian Tailfair too, and Gilbert Arenas, all in this fucking. Delonte run. West. Delonte West is sadly not here. Oh, he's right not listed? Right
0: okay. <laughs> I hear you on all that.
1: Um. Okay. Okay. Those are it for our fucking previews, dude. Yeah. What else? We- oh, shit. Wait, did we miss anything? No, that's it for the previews. What else do we got for today's potter? Is this pretty much it? Um. There's the League odds. Barcelona, 275. CSK Moscow, 350 uh Istanbul 450 any thoughts here I don't have any thoughts but I would say to prospects coming up get
0: in these leagues like it clearly seems to be a smoother transition to go to FC Barcelona if you're an American kid and then hop into the draft rather than get like sodomized by Coach K for a year
1: okay here are odds (laughs) to win the NBA championship let's talk about a little bit of value okay okay. Lakers 210 Eh. you wouldn't take that value Nope. you don't think they'll just be in the finals at minus 350 again
0: it could be because LeBron and Anthony Davis are amazing but I'm gonna pass
1: Bucks at 650. Nets at 525. Nets at 525 is interesting. I don't
0: like Steve Nash as a coach, but Kevin Durant and Kyrie together is such a dynamic.
1: They just don't have enough. They just
0: don't have enough. Josh Richardson is not enough. They needed to get Danilo Gallinari. They really need Gallinari.
1: I mean, Boston, fifteen to one—is that value? Kemba's knee is ailing.
0: It's dead. He has—he has to get prosthetics. They, that
1: could be one of those trades. To that who? Happen. Yeah, yeah. To be yeah. like the, one of the.
0: He needs more prosthetics. He needs fucking Elon Musk in intervention in that knee because Germany, yeah, now's a good time. Blood spinning. And
1: It could be tough with the whole COVID and international travel. I know Germany's on lockdown. You got to get on a submarine. Yes, yeah, so you might have to just. It could take longer, and I. He, you may just not see him till like, the playoffs. And
0: you might need to get a, a prosthetic knee from a different part of the world. Maybe you need, like, some, you know,
1: different substance. Um. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay. The last thing we need to talk about is some over-unders. Okay. Are you ready for those? Yeah, yeah. Well, these are so hard. It's okay. I, I think, think you just divide by 72, and then you— We're not good at
0: math. Um, you compare it to the 82-game schedule.
1: Any any sleepers that you like to like actually make? Who do you like out of the East?
0: Washington. Washington. I wow. like. I'm not saying number one, but I'm just like I really like what's cooking over there. I like Philly. I like Washington, and I like Nets. Those are my three teams that I'm hyped on.
1: Obviously, what's it called is so overinflated. Uh, the Heat are so yeah, after yeah. They're game.
0: amazing. We love the Heat. We they were on the Heat good, since but day one.
1: Just like zero value. Next yeah, time. we're not. We're not going to be sprinkling on what is it? Plus five hundred. Is that what you're saying? To make the finals? Yeah, probably going to be something like that. Yeah, we're out. We're trying great. to uncover these over under odds, and they're like nowhere to be found.
0: It's because it's a shortened season this year. I love the storylines that are coming out there. Like LeBron James has touched the basketball two times this off season. Shut the fuck up. We get it. Like, we get it. He played in the finals. He has a short offseason. You play basketball for a living. You're not a Navy SEAL, you know? Like, they're, maybe, <laughs> they're like, he touched the basketball. And it was unbelievable. We don't care. Work out. Hone your craft. You're going to be in the league for, like, four more years. Yeah. Old man. Are you going to um, – are we going to see a bubble? Any form of bubble this year? I, I, They put out the protocol, and it was too long for me to read. Those phone games? I mean, yeah. I think – I hopefully that uh, – the vaccine is underway, and they're doing. Hopefully, they're doing on TV, showing the players getting injected, and they're all laughing and like, "Oh my god, this is so fun! Yeah. You should do it. Get your vaccine More today." Like
1: Steph Curry, like with
0: Kamala Harris, yeah, like video. She's his time, and it's like kind of like when you get one of those checks that's yeah. like life size. She's gonna have a life size vaccine shooter or a epidural. What's it called? The needle. Yeah, she's gonna shoot him in the ass on TV. And you know, and really you're gonna really yeah, stuck. you're gonna pan the chuck or whatever and chat, and they're like, oh, good, good, vaccinated. And ha, ha, about yeah, yeah it's well, to vote. the new thing is about doing runoff voting, which is huge. And then other countries, you just figure out what elections are close, and you start saying, I hope you're voting for the Venezuelan election. Like, yeah, yeah, Maduro is a tyrant. Uh, John Guaido is the rightful
1: leader, and you'll hear shit like that. You'll be like, what are you talking about? Any type of voting is important. If you're voting on the CBA, just yeah. make sure you vote. Express your opinion. If you're voting on like your local Walmart, do yeah. you want us to carry two percent milk or three percent milk? If, that's what I would say.
0: Like when I go to my local food store, I'm I constantly hear, my, I'm constantly like vote, and everyone's looking
1: at me. I'm like, what? Why? I'm like vote. Well, then if they don't hear you, well, you just lift up your shirt and you show them the tats of the vote stickers I, on your
0: nips. I think it's really important that you always have some representation of who you voted for, like a subtle homage to who you voted for, win or loss. Like if you're a Trump person, you have the MAGA, you have the MAGA sticker right around your neck, right on your collarbone. If you're a Joe Biden stand, you have the fucking "I'm with her," "I'm with him," you know, "Corn Pop was my uncle." That kind of virtue signaling somewhere wrapped around your being. So it's all good, but yeah, it's like vote is so important. If anyone's listening to this podcast, just vote on anything. Vote with your heart. Vote vote you know it's just like so important and like i know we say it all the time like vote 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 we're not
1: getting don't just because this election cycle is over there's one four years away from now
0: and it's always about staying vigilant like we need to hold these politicians accountable and if you just like take a year off like you're basically being a terrorist and a killer right and we'll find you
1: post like every four to six minutes something about voting for the next four years because dude even one person sees it it's like oh you know like Right. If not even if just one person sees it who is okay, not going to vote. No plans of voting. Yeah, or just isn't into politics. Yeah, but you incite this person enough. Yeah, you've changed the world. Yeah, and, and you are Gandhi. And that's and what kind of with that. That's kind
0: of our it. It's like you're Gandhi, and I guess we're out. We're out.